You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Rise Staffing. Here's Lisa Toth. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Hidden Workforce, brought to you by Rise Staffing. Today's discussion will be very important if you're interested or curious about the autism spectrum disorder. I have an exceptional guest with me. She has around 20 years of experience in the healthcare industry as a radiographer, and she's a certified autism specialist and the founder of My Autism Connection, otherwise known as MAC. Mrs. Sandra Wirth, it is an honor to have you with me today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. You have great working experience, 20 years in the healthcare field as a radiographer. What was your ambition to become a radiographer? Well, I always loved helping people, and I worked as a chair assistant uh, in an orthodontic office uh, when I was in high school, and then in another medical office later on. So it just was natural for me to go into the medical field helping people. And radiographer is exactly what, Sandra? So um, most people know it as an x-ray technician or technologist. Um, it uh, a technologist is more um, studied in all fields relating to radiology. And um, what we do is anything from x-rays, you know, plain x-rays to CAT scans, MRIs, mammography, et cetera. I see. So then you wound up having children. Yes. <laughs> and you became familiar with autism spectrum disorder. Can you give us a brief explanation about autism spectrum disorder, Sandra? Yeah, so autism spectrum disorder is also referred to ASD, and it's a complex developmental condition that involves either persistent challenges in social interaction, speech, and nonverbal communication, and restricted or repetitive behaviors. It varies in you know, severity, and it's different in each person. Very interesting. And so you were working as a... As a I'm sorry. So you were working at an x-ray tech. You had a son with autism. Can we get into that a little bit? Yeah. So we we kind of knew that he was different than our other children. He At three years old, he started doing um, some odd behaviors. And we thought there's not something, you know, going quite right here. So we, you know, started investigating. And as we started seeing some um, behaviors of non-reciprocal or not interacting with other children the same way or sharing toys and things like that, um, we knew that we needed to do some more research. Um, most kids don't get the diagnosis right, right off the bat, not like they do nowadays, but back then they certainly didn't. So we learned a lot. And what year are we talking about, just for my listeners' information? So that was about 90, uh, let's see, 95, six. Okay, so you had a lot of work to do because you were in the early stages of this. Yes, very much so. So um, you learned about it. Was it very hard to accept the condition? Yeah, I think as a mom, you automatically think, what did I do wrong? Is there something I could have done differently? Um, you know, you, you try to, you know, find fault with yourself and, and you know, blame. But um, I was reassured by the psychologist at the time that, you know, we did everything that we knew we could do. We did everything right as far as they were concerned. And we just needed to learn about our son and, and figure out ways that we could support him and nurture and, and help him develop the skills that he was lacking. So when a parent learns this, 
how do they handle it? What what supports are available? You said a psychiatrist. So a uh, psychologist is typically the one who would diagnose. Um, there are many different types of assessments or tools that they use to determine if a child um, has um, the diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder. And there are varying levels of um, the disability. And it, it really does um, depend on the communication style. It depends on um, if they're able to do certain things like communicate. But if um, they get that support early on, they can go into behavioral support if there are some behavior challenges. Sometimes it could be um, support with a speech language pathologist if it is to help encourage language, even if it's understanding what they call pragmatics, which is the understanding of language. So idioms, for example, the understanding of, you know, phrases of speech. Um, as they get older, that becomes more challenging. We had a speech therapist on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about just the, the the comprehension when they, if I were to say something to somebody, they would repeat it right back to me. Yeah. A lot of that goes into that speech and language. So um, talking about the hidden workforce, we're going to roll into how you then stopped being a radiographer and started a operation called MAC. Yeah, so MAC is um, a shortened version of My Autism Connection. Many of our members are, well, they're adults ages 18 to 50. And really it was about what do we do after they age out of high school, after they um, exit the system, where do they go? And so we really wanted to find a support system, especially for our son, what we were going to do next. And we realized there wasn't anything out there. We knew we had to roll up our sleeves. My mom taught me early on, if you don't find it, <laughs> to make it happen. Um, so it. we rolled up our sleeves and we found that there were just a few, you know, handful of other um, young adults that were going through the same process. And they said, why isn't there support systems for adults like us? So we really just started with being a support system and then bringing in the experts in their various fields to come in and talk about what was available. Were there career opportunities? Was there a need for developing other supports within their home to develop the daily tasks for them so to it's learn? Like a social group, Sandra? Well, that no. Initially started that way and quickly I learned that it had to be more than just a social group. It needed to be a safe environment to bring adults together to not only make the connections with the, you know, developing the friendships, but also developing the career skills to, to know how to navigate, maybe, you know, filling out a resume or learning about a career that they never really were exposed to and they were maybe afraid to learn about. But with their friends, with a group of people, they can do it with peers that they're familiar with in a safe environment, and it, it becomes less intimidating. And we that found that it really made it a big difference. Oh, I'm sorry, Sandra, and that is super awesome. I've got to say, we are getting near the end of our time, so we're going to be back. Sandra Worth, thank you so much for joining us on The Hidden Workforce today. We'll be back after the break with more from Sandra. Really, Sandra, bringing from heartbreak to the hidden workforce. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back after the break to discuss more about the MAC network and where it is today. You're listening to the hidden workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7. 